The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. I am Arancy. The Calgary Flames have advanced, eliminated the Dallas Stars. Uh, very, very um, classy stuff after the game. It was great stuff. Like the handshake line is always good. These two teams really battled. And you could see each player, like when they got to uh, to Ottinger, um, each player on the Flames like told him. Like, I don't know if you could read Markstrom. The Calgary goalie had his helmet off. When uh, when he when he shook hands with uh, with Jake and you could see, he said you were effing awesome, man. He said you were awesome, awesome. And he kept saying awesome over and over. He said wow, and like each like each like Flames player had a little something to say to the goalie, and it was very very cool. Um, like he's you know he's he's very upset right now. He's a kid. He carried the team, and you know it was a bad goal. As you see the highlight right now, it was just one of those impossible angle like that never should have went in that's why he's you know it is what it is but you can't blame the kid they, they, they took literally like 130 shots like eventually it was gonna go in that's what we talked about with the flames don't be fancy just keep firing the puck fire the puck fire the puck right but i was gonna say uh, good job uh, by the calgary flame fans as um I saw when you saw Ottinger like sort of went to the bench and he put his head down and he's kind of still upset and all the Calgary Flame fans all around were all giving him a thumbs up and applauding him and stuff. So it was it was classy. This this series classy handshake line you can see uh, the emotion even uh, Kachuk who who annoys everybody all the time and stuff. Everybody you know he he shook everybody's hand. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um and it's going to be a big time party right now uh, tonight in Calgary. It's you know people don't realize how much of an impact this stuff has though, like for the the businesses in the city and stuff. Like so now, like every sports bar, like put it this way, like the sports bars would have been empty suddenly. Not empty, but you know what I mean. Like you, now, you now you get another guaranteed couple of weeks of action in the streets and the parties. It's good for local business. It's good for local business. And if you're Dallas, hey, you got the Mavericks win today. Uh, you, you got the Mavericks. 
So, like, just, you know, the impact, it's, it's good for Edmonton. It's good for Calgary, the impact, as most stated. Um, you know, like the Canadian, the Canadian rights, they paid more for the Canadian rights than, than they did ESPN does. Like, Sportsnet paid, like, nearly $6 billion for the National Hockey League rights. And their ratings aren't great, like, if it's not Canadian teams. They do better when there's Canadian teams, obviously. So now they're guaranteed, right? They've got a Canadian team's going to be going to the semifinals now. Uh, they, they have that locked in. So now they're going to be happy that they, they know they have hockey on for the next month or so. So Calgary and Edmonton. Edmonton's in a lot of trouble. The late night anger management class. It's level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Crazy weekend. Man, all these game sevens, and it finally just came to a close. Moments ago, the Calgary Flames defeat the Dallas Stars in overtime. There was like, I don't know, about three minutes left or something like that. And it was one scoring opportunity after another. It was inevitable. And you heard me say, literally and figuratively, seconds before they scored, I said, it's pretty clear that this is not going to double overtime. Right? I said, it's inevitable. Like, I, I called it. You know, we could see. There was just... When the puck is bouncing around, like both nets like that, eventually it's going to go in. And you see, too, they scored on the weirdest, like they like a side goal like type thing. I didn't really fully see. I saw it go in, but I didn't really see like how. Now I get it, like why why Ottinger is, is as upset as he is. Like after all that, that he got beat on that. But what, what, what were we talking about? Fatigue, man. It kicks in, especially when you're a goalie. You're just, you're there, right? And, like, you know, you could say, well, you're a goalie. Dude, he faced, like, how many shots in the end? 60? They took, like, 130 shots, and, like, 60 of them got through. So he's exhausted at that point in time. So his reaction, the mental exhaustion, it starts to kick in, and it was a bad goal. It is what it is. But that's hockey. You just, you know, you crash, you bang. You crash, you bang, you crash, you bang, you crash, you bang, and you hope for the best. So Calgary and Edmonton right now. I look at this, and Edmonton got all that they can handle from the L.A. Kings. And you look at Calgary here. Calgary, like, it, it was really the goalie of Dallas that, that was the difference maker, that this series was what it was. And Mike Smith isn't, like, terrible, all right? Like, Mike Smith can stop a puck, but, but... Calgary is going to have a, a much easier time scoring goals on Edmonton than they did against Dallas. It's not just Mike Smith. Edmonton are not a very good defensive team, right? So they, they, they have defensive breakdowns all the time. And now you're dealing with a Calgary team that's not going to be dealing with this, you know, red-hot goalie that they just dealt with. And Dallas, you know, put it this way. Like, Dallas and Calgary play the same style. It's always tough playing against a team that does the same things that you do. There should be a lot of overs in this Calgary-Edmonton uh, series. All right, we're going to talk some baseball. Jason B. Akafin steps up in it. We got the band a little bit later on. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See Walmart.com for details. management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Red Sea Series XM Channel 159. Let's talk baseball uh, right now with Jason B. Takafin, three-time champion, A-ball, Vancouver Canadians, the GM in the house, kicking it with us, Toronto Blue Jays affiliate, throwing it down. It's always a pleasure, Jason. How you doing tonight? Okay, we got no hitters. We got all kinds of stuff going on right now in baseball. There's four studs that just absolutely were electric today starting, but we're a Gavin Lux game-winning two-run double away from the Phillies sweeping your Dodgers at Chavez Ravine and me leading off with that. Well, I tell you what, it's been a wild weekend of sports with all these Game 7s going on, but it was quite a wild weekend on the diamond as well. So wild, in fact, the Cincinnati Reds threw a no-hitter and ended up losing the baseball game. Yeah. And and it's only the sixth time that's happened, Jason, since 1901, and that's the beautiful thing about baseball, isn't it? There's just the infinite possibilities – and situations to win a game and to lose a game. And they just found, you know, one of the rarest feats. They threw a no-hitter and lost the game. The game is 150 years old. They play 162 games a year. And there's always a new thing that just excites me. And that something that I love more about the game. What's interesting about the Reds is lost in this no-hitter is that Hunter Green, their prized prospect, who throws over 100 at will. He went seven and a third today, and he was taken after two walks. He's the future ace of the staff. He's he's the future ace of this staff, and they basically gave him the keys to the car today, and he was absolutely incredible. And I don't want that to get lost because the Reds, obviously, you can make fun of them all they want, how they got no hitter, they lost the game, but the, the story is really Hunter Green's amazing seven and a third inning. And if people are wondering how it happened, they walked three batters in a row, and then there was a ground ball, and um, and uh, Lopez uh, bobbled the transfer, and and then they, they ended up being uh, safe. So no hitter, man. Like, it's, like I said, we said it's only the sixth time this has happened. Going back, it's the first time it's happened um, since 2008, and I don't recall that off the top of my head. It was the Dodgers and the Angels. Yeah. I don't recall. It's so rare. I mean, you can't smart. It's it's funny because Major Baseball is trying to get back into manufacturing runs, hit and run speed, stolen bases, sacrifice flies, moving guys over, all the fun stuff. And games like today are actually, they encourage that because you don't necessarily need to have the double or the home run to win a game. You can manufacture something or at the very least. You stay patient. Your pitching staff does its job, Jose Quintana, and then your hitting can eventually get it done. 
So, Jason, let's talk about uh, the New York Yankees a little bit uh, right now. You know, the Yankees in, in the past have often been overhyped, right? Uh, people yeah. think they're they're better than they actually are. And I think this year they might be underhyped. Yeah. When you consider, like, uh, this is, I'm not going to say shocking, but it's somewhat surprising, isn't it? We're talking about a team that's 25 and 9 right now. They're dominant. Yeah, they had a very quiet offseason relative to being the New York Yankees in all caps. The yes, they traded for Josh Johnson. Yes, they got Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. And, you know, they 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 did not sign Aaron Judge. They came out and said they offered him 200, a $240 million extension. But they did not have the let's get Garrett Cole. Let's trade for Giancarlo Stanton. They just had a very – they re-signed Rizzo. They shored up – they got rid of Gary Sanchez, which bless his heart – He's, he could be either the next Nelson Cruz or David Ortiz, a kind of a late bloomer, but he needed to get out of New York. He couldn't be behind the plate anymore. They got better catchers. They just got better at every position, full season of Rizzo. And Jamison Tyon's healthy. Jordan Montgomery is healthy. Garrett Cole's doing Garrett Cole things. Aaron Judge is doing Aaron Judge things. Aaron Hicks is healthy. And it's all kind of coming together. Glaber Torres is even starting to come back to his form when he had 38 home runs in 2019. They're a scary team because of its depth, and they're a scary team because they don't have the one overpriced star who everyone can kind of narrow in on. They have just a great ball players at every position, and that's kind of scary for the rest of the AL East. Jason, I remember Frank Robinson telling me, I asked him at what point, at what point are you what your what your record says you are, right? You know, the famous Bill Parcells, you are yeah. what your record says uh, you are. And that was at the halfway point of the season. Yeah. Parcells said, and when you're when you're eight games in, you know, you know, you are what your record says you are. Frank Robinson told me that it was uh, June. He basically like we were talking about like players slumping and or doing well. And he said, yeah, it's really a couple of months. He said June is sort of when, like, I asked him about a guy, like, uh, if he was concerned about somebody struggling. He goes, I will be in June. He goes, if he's still struggling in June, he's just going to, means he's going to, might just have a bad year. So, are, in your opinion, are these teams starting to become who they are right now? Are we at that stage yet? We're getting close, right? I don't think anybody with the Yankees is having a super crazy over-the-top year. Uh, Anthony Rizzo started the first month by hitting a ton of home runs, but he's also a power left-handed hitter, and Yankee Stadium is very shallow in right field. It is not so unforeseen that he can be in the top 10 in home runs. Giancarlo Stanton's got the quietest 10 home runs that you've seen this year, and he's just ripping the cover off the ball when he makes contact. Aaron Judge is doing Aaron Judge things. He's a lock for a top 10 MVP. Every year he's healthy. He's not surprising at all. It's tough to say that the Yankees are going to stay healthy. Severino, Montgomery, Tyon. But they kind of are what they are. No one is really hitting the ball out of their shoes. If anything, if Glaber Torres comes back uh, to his sort of form in 2019, they can be somehow even better. Their bullpen is absolutely stacked. Chapman, Luizaga, Chad Green, they have just arms on top of arms, and that's not even including, oh, by the way, Nestor Cortez Jr., who may start the All-Star game. He's got an ERA under 1.8, right? That they have, They're just they are playing unbelievable baseball right now. The Toronto Blue Jays... Uh, are not playing uh, unbelievable and incredible baseball right now. So I sort of wanted to ask you, like, are the Jays a 500 team only? I mean, they had this. They're this is a disappointment right now, at yeah. 18 and 17, and the season. I'm not going to say the division is slipping away, but you're seven and a half back. Like, you know, this is starting to get real right now with the Yankees winning as much as they are. The Blue Jays just can't hit the baseball. What's your opinion on what's going on with the Jays right now? 
Yeah, the good news is that they've already played 10 games against the Yankees, so they don't see them that much more the rest of the season. But the bad news is they've played the Yankees 10 times, so they don't get a lot of head-to-head against them. You know, here's what's scary for me about the Blue Jays if you're the brass. And this is, I I say this as someone who hammered the over at 92.5 wins. Kevin Gossman has a 2.4 ERA. He's been everything as advertised. Alec Manoa, his ERA is below two. Vlad Guerrero Jr., if it wasn't for those for the entire Angels lineup and Aaron Judge, is probably a top three or four MVP candidate. Again, George Springer's healthy, and they're fourth in home runs, they're fourth in hits, but they have no triples, and they're fourth to last in stolen bases. They do nothing except for hit the long ball and hit the ball hard, and if they don't, they aren't manufacturing anything. And it would terrify me. Bobachet has a negative war this year. He he was supposed to be at you know, the big breakout season. Put him on the put him on the Ronald Acuna Jr. you know plaque of always take the deal if it's given to you because it was rumored that the Jays and him were negotiating in the offseason. He has struggled mightily this year, and they have to get him going. They moved him down in the lineup. They moved Vlad to hit second this past series because they need to present to their opposition, their best hitter, one of the best hitters in baseball earlier in the lineup, like one. So hit second, Mike Trout hit second and they moved Bichette down a little bit, maybe to kind of let him, you know, let him hit with some guys on base. It hasn't helped them that much with the exception of one week. Bichette's been a total no show. Tosco Hernandez is getting healthy again, but Mark Shapiro, the president of the blue Jays, he came out and he said that they are planning for uh, more than 91 wins, which is what they got last year. He wants to see another banner up there. He said that to the National Post. This is someone who doesn't come out with hot takes. He doesn't really talk to the media a lot anyway. So when he says something, there are high expectations. And I'll tell you this, if we're still having this conversation, you and I, next week, Memorial Day, or next week, Victoria Day, the Memorial Day, and if they're still 500, you know, there's going to be some questions going on there about whether they have the right manager there. I personally believe Charlie Montoya is the right manager. I, I think he's great, but they can't waste that much time. They have too good of a lineup right now. That's a great point because um, something – the you know the brass is going to be frustrated. I don't know if that will help, though, right, the manager firing the manager because the players like him. So at the same point in time, you know, the players better start winning games if they like him so much because – you know, like you said, they spent all this money. The expectation level is there. One thing I will say about the Jays from a plus side is, yeah, they, they, they're probably not going to win a division. But if you look at the American League, there's not that many good teams. Yeah. So they can still get into the playoffs, and it's still early right now. But we're just talking, as Jason stated, the expectation was not to be a 500 baseball team. All right, uh, we got a lot of stuff to hit. Jason B. Takovic kicking with us. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Rage, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, all the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Talking baseball right now with Jason B. Uh, Takafin. So, uh, Jason, uh, San Diego uh, brings in Robinson Cano after uh, the New York Mets uh, bite the bullet. What's your opinion on that? Did you like the signing? Yeah, I liked it because he is very respected amongst players, and I don't know how much he has left in the tank. They're not going to need him to do all that much. They had him batting, I think, sixth or seventh today. There's a lot of power. The Padres have a lot of power in their lineup. Will Myers, who is the person who I think is the NL MVP right now, Manny Machado, and they're getting Fernando Tatis Jr. back. They just need him for his clubhouse presence, maybe to start a few games if someone gets injured or to give some guys a rest down the stretch. Uh, they know what they're doing, though. The, the, the Padres roll the dice quite a bit. They're not afraid to bring in, obviously spend some money, but in this instance, bring in someone who could be a little bit inflammatory. But I kind of like it from the Padres' perspective. And you know what? For him, he's going to have no stress. He's not going to be, you know, you know, he's not the $24 million guy anymore. He can just go into a lineup, swing the bat, and just, you know, be the great hitter that he once was. Kind of a strange uh, week for them this week in which they go to Philadelphia and and then they're back on the West Coast against San Francisco. So a big week uh, for San Diego uh, coming up. And Manny Machado, you and I talked about him last week as far as the MVP uh, is concerned. And, you know, when you look at the landscape right now, I mean, you got Nolan Arenado at 6-1. to one. Uh, Manny Machado is all the way down to plus 360 right now. Last week you and I talked about him. He was plus uh, 650. I think it was plus 657 to 1. He's down to plus uh, 360 right now. Kicking myself for not pulling the trigger last week on this because I don't know, like, who else is going to, you know, Soto's not going to win. I don't think, you know, Harper's having a nice year, but you got Arenado. It seems like this is Manny Machado's award to lose right now. Yeah, I would think so as well. He's leading the NL in OPS, OPS plus on base percentage and hits. And again, he doesn't have Fernando Tatis Jr. in the lineup. We said last week, he's got a lot of Yevgeny Malkin vibes where he kind of rises up to the challenge when the alpha dog, uh, you know, isn't there. Um, Bryce Harper, you know, he has a little bit of tendonitis in his elbow. They announced that he's not going to get surgery, which is very good. Bryce Harper, Juan Soto, they're always going to be there. Francisco Lindor cooled off a little bit. Um, I think it is Machado's to lose. I don't particularly think there's anybody on the Giants or Dodgers. Uh, you know, when Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, those are names that they are former MVP winners. Uh, but, th- you know, right now it probably is Machado, especially if Bob Melvin sort of keeps that team as one of the top wildcard teams, one of the top teams in the division. You know, I can't say, though, I can't say that it's a good bet right now at this price. We missed it. You know, at, at 650, it was nice. And I, I actually did like him, too. And I just yeah. thought, well, it's a little bit early right now to be pulling the trigger on MVP awards. But I didn't think the odds would come down uh, this much. Just let's take a quick look at the Cy Young and get uh, Jason's opinion here. So National League Cy Young, Corbin Burns is plus 480. Max Scherzer is plus 480. Uh, Carlos Rodon is 9-1. to one. Walker Bueller is 15-1. to one. Pablo Lopez, uh, Lopez Marlins. Uh, is a 15 to one Musgrove is 15 to one. What's your opinion on the national league Cy young? Uh, is this, it's between Burns and uh, Scherzer essentially. 
Uh, it should be. I mean, you never want to count out Rodon. I don't think you want to count out Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler only because uh, the Phillies have such a poor bullpen that those guys will get their chance to pitch into the you know eighth or ninth inning and they have a great offense. So they may pick up some wins and they're also going to be needed. But Pablo Lopez is interesting because if you're bullish on the Marlins to begin with, last week I mentioned Jazz Chisholm Jr. Still has an OPS over 1,000, by the way, who could be a very good buy. Uh, sorry, an OPS over 900. He could be a very good buy. Leads the league in triple still. Leads off for the Marlins. Just a, a very dynamic player. If you're bullish on the Marlins and they do well, Pablo Lopez is going to be a big reason why. He has an ERA. He had an ERA right around one. He was absolutely dominant. He might be pretty good value. He's plus 900. A 15 to 1 now, Lopez. That's not terrible. 15 to 1. Yeah, when, so just to recap, so yeah, Burns is plus 480. Scherzer plus 480. Rodon is 9 to 1, plus 900. Then you got Walker Bueller 15 to 1. Pablo Lopez 15 to 1. Musgrove 16 to 1. Max Freed 20. Woodruff 25. And, and, and the Philly pitchers you mentioned. So Zach Wheeler's at 30 to 1. And Aaron Nola's 36 to 1. Yeah, they, they will both Nola and Wheeler will have to get hot. They're both of the old school horses. But here's the little X factor with the Marlins is they, you know, they, they cut highs, so to speak, with Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter let it slip to his friend CC Sabathia that he quit because they, you know, they didn't spend money on Nick Castellanos. So that ownership group may be a little bit embarrassed. By the way, that's the ownership group that Derek Jeter brought in uh, to baseball. Kim Ng is their general manager. She has had success winning. She has been with the Yankees. She has been with, she's been with teams that have spent, and they have seen what happens when you spend when the time is right. The Marlins have an incredible rotation. If the NL is still very weak, and Alcantara and Lopez and Chisholm Jr., Jorge Soler figures his bat out, they might be a buyer, and they have a ton of prospects, and they might be a very low-key team to take the over to make the playoffs now. And if they do well, it's going to be because of Pablo Lopez, because of Jazz Jimmons uh, Jr., because of Sandy Alcantara. Jason B. Takafin, kick with a Sunday, bloody Sunday. I am Gabriel Moretzi, American League Cy Young. Odds, oh, Justin Verlander, plus 480. Kevin Gossman, who's been unbelievable uh, for the Jays at 7-1. Garrett Cole was plus 750. Dylan Cease, plus 850. Otani is 10-1. McClanahan is a 10-1. Uh, Manoa is 11-1. Cortez is 16-1. Shane Bieber, 20. A lot of uh, great arms in the American League uh, right now. What's your opinion on the Cy Young? And what, what are your thoughts on Verlander and uh, how good he's been? Well, Verlander, it's no shock, especially if you're going to give him the year off to almost rest his arm. Uh, last year, he sat the year out. So him at plus 480 is still good value because he will, in quotes, get the votes. But Nestor Cortez Jr. is interesting because he's he's like the John Franco of the Yankees. He's this local guy. He's, uh, you know, he, he wasn't good enough for the Orioles. And now all of a sudden he's with the Yankees and he kind of fits their grinder mold. He's very unheralded. The Yankees aren't the... Hollywood Yankees of the, that they were. They're, they're these kind of grinders, and he fits that bill. And I think if he continues to pitch very well, even if his ERA goes up by a run, so he's sitting in the mid twos, he will also get the votes. You will see the New York media will start to, you know, and, and, and the bloggers and the social media, you know, the, the podcasters, they will say, let's vote for this guy. So it's 16 to 1. That's pretty good value. American League MVP is Otani right now, plus 240. 
Oh, wow. It's only plus 240. Mike Trout is teammate. Man, it's crazy. It's, you got two, two, uh, two angels. So, Otani's plus 240. Mike Trout's plus 450. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is 5-1. to one. Aaron Judge, 6. Uh, Buxton is 15. Jose Ramirez is 18. What's your opinion on the American League MVP situation? It's funny because Taylor Ward, the first rounder from 2012, was batting leadoff for the Angels. He's leading the league in walks, batting average, on base, OPS, OPS plus. He's not. You didn't even mention his name, but that's no, he's how seventy good. to one. He's that's, seventy to one. That's how good Mike Trout is. Mike Trout has three MVPs. He has four other top two finishes. We finished second, and I t- I hammered him. Fanduel gave me those great odds at plus six fifty at the beginning of the year. My only issue is I don't want it to be lost that Shohei Otani is doing something that is Ruthian, that is incredible. And if he continues to pitch very well and hit well plus, he should be the MVP because you want to be rewarded for that. You want to make him the hero. But if Mike Trout continues to have an OPS of 1,100, and I know you hit the over with the Angels, and you were very bullish on them, and if they make the playoffs and Mike Trout's sitting at 1,100 OPS— they kind of have to give it to them, right? No matter how good Guerrero's playing. And by the way, Guerrero, when you factor in that how badly Bo Bichette is uh, hitting, and he didn't have Teoscar Hernandez, he is in that top five conversation because he is literally doing it by himself with that lineup. And they did not build that lineup for him to be alone. But for the first month of the season, he has been alone. The American League West is a very interesting division uh, right now because, you know, if you're the Angels, you're like, man, you know, we're, we're exceeding expectations. We have 24 wins, but then you get the Houston Astros that are just dialing it up right now, Jason. And I'm not surprised. If you guys recall, we talked about the Astros, um, you know, last week and two weeks ago, and I, I pointed out the fact that they played a million road games to start the season. They only had six home games uh, for the first couple of weeks. And I said, once they get back home, guys, they're going to start to rack up some wins. So they, they go nine and four uh, there. Uh, the Angels in the mix and Seattle. I have an over on Seattle, Jason. No time to panic or anything like that. But they have had a rough couple of weeks, the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, I, I was very bullish on the Mariners. I was bullish on them last year. You know, I also am bullish on Julio Rodriguez to be rookie of the year. He went four for four today, uh, got on base five times. He's the third Mariner at the age of 21, including Griffey and A-Rod to go to reach base five times. He's plus you know, 350, just for the record, to be the uh, the the uh, the rookie of the year. Yeah, I took him. Uh, Jeremy Pena is amazing for the Astros. Uh, Spencer Torkelson's really struggled. I still think it's going to be Julio Rodriguez. He also is an elite defensive uh, outfielder. I got pretty good odds on him um, with those FanDuel numbers that we had in our season preview. But the problem with the Mariners, is that, so if I'm being positive about them, I can say, well, look, they've played the Rays six times. They've played Minnesota four times. they played the Astros six times, the White Sox, Marlins. So they've played them three times. They've had a very difficult schedule, but they should be better. Hanniger hasn't been there. Julio Rodriguez, while he is starting to hit, he hasn't been the dominant force like a Luis uh, Robert was when he came over as that projective, you know, rookie of the year guy who plays like he's 30 years old. Robbie Ray, he had a very interesting day today. He gave a 4-1 lead, but then when the Mariners retook the lead, he kind of slammed the door, obviously, into the bullpen, gave a few runs, but he kind of had a very good comeback game. Hopefully that gets him going. He's not pitching at the level he was yesterday. I still do believe in this team. They also still have a very good farm system. They're going to be very aggressive. We always talk about this when we talk about the Mariners. They have the biggest, they have the longest streak of all professional North American teams of missing the playoffs. And I think they're going to break it this year. Everything is aligning for them. They have a great team. They have a great system. They have an expanded playoffs. They should be getting in. Yeah, it's just one of these deals. They just need to keep battling. They've lost a lot of close games. And normally they're a dominant home team. 
um, just nine and seven at home. They're gonna have to start nailing down some of these, uh, you know, these these wins during their home stands. Jason B. Taka fan, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, Jason. Where can people find you online? At Jason B. Tackerman. Thank you so much for having me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So so what do I do? Do just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. But why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Throwing it down. Thanks to Jason B. Takafin for joining us, talking some baseball. We'll get back to the baseball momentarily, but we do have um, we do have a number now for you. We were waiting for the uh, for FanDuel uh, for them to set a number for Calgary and Edmonton. The Calgary Flames minus one ninety four. Calgary Flames minus one ninety four. Edmonton Oilers plus one sixty. And I believe uh, they start that series on Wednesday. So what is going to be tomorrow? T- tomorrow is going to be a baseball day. I'm going to have to bet, uh, bet some baseball uh, uh, tomorrow. So it's a good thing we just spoke uh, with Jason. And it's been a little while since we've checked in with the uh, with the market watch. And, um, and, you know, we go through, we'll tell you who's making money, who's losing money. And the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are amongst the biggest. Um, they're one of the best fades actually in the game right now, at uh, 13 and 21. So looking at the, we talked about the uh, the New York Yankees. Yankees are 25 and nine, um, but so this is if you bet 100 dollars. It's 100 100 dollar units um, on the money line, right? Not run line. So this is money line. If you bet on every Yankee game so far this year, you are up 677 dollars. So the Yankees, this is like the uh, the market watch, the money. So, you know, we can talk about the standings. What's the most important thing in our world? All right. Who's making money? Who's losing money? So the New York Yankees are making money. They're plus $677. The Tampa Bay Rays are plus $249. I don't know how the Rays do it every damn year. They seem to lose all their players and... 
and everybody thinks, well, this this is the year that they won't be. You know, they'll be good, but they won't be quite as good as they were last year. And no, they're always just the same. This team. They're always the same. Look, everybody thought the Toronto Blue Jays were the team to beat in this division. All right? Like the Yankees, it's somewhat of a surprise, the Yankees. Like even Yankee fans. Look, George Kurtz, he's a Yankee fan. He didn't expect this. Yankee fans did not expect this. Everybody just sort of gave Toronto this division uh, this year, including myself. All right? So I thought the Toronto Blue Jays were going to be better uh, than they have been. In past years, I didn't. People like would hype the Jays, and I said, "Nah, they're still a few years away." But as we as we spoke with Jason, it's a disappointment that the Jays are 18 and 17 when you consider the roster that they have, and can, when you consider how good the pitching has been. Now, there's there's no need to panic if you're the Blue Jays, and we were talking about a managerial change, and I don't think. I don't think that anybody's in danger of getting fired uh, right now yet, but they did spend a lot of money. There is The expectation is that this team should win the division. Now, the thing is, though, we talked about it. There's a lot of you got the playoff spots, and the Jays should, you know, they'll be a playoff team. So, But the Jays are a disappointment at 18 and 17. Uh, they're minus $203 on the season. The Baltimore Orioles are 14 and 21, but the thing is with the Orioles, they're always such big underdogs. The Orioles, if you bet every Baltimore game, you're down 67 bucks. Like, you know, you put it in context. Because look, Baltimore's 14 and 21, and they're minus 67 uh, dollars. Boston are 13 and 21, and they're minus 798 dollars on the season. So. If you look at the American League East, there's only two teams that have been profitable. The New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yankees plus $677, Tampa plus $249. The Blue Jays, you're down 200. Baltimore, you're pretty much breaking even, uh, minus 67. And Boston have been money burners, minus 798. As far as totals are concerned, you know the league for the most part is playing to the put to, to the under, but the Yankees are twenty and fourteen to the under. Tampa are seventeen fourteen and four to the under. Toronto are twenty fourteen and one to the under, which is all right. You know what I mean? It's, it's very profitable. If you're just playing this division to the under. Where the real numbers come in here, though, guys, Baltimore, and it's easy. It's hard to stay on top of everything all the time, and it's easy. And that's what we're here for. Right, that's why you know you're tuning in for to, to you know for me to tell you about these trends and stuff because you know you don't want to look back and go, oh, man, I can't believe I missed out on that. Like so, Baltimore, they've only played nine overs all year. Baltimore, all right, so they played 35 games now. Only nine of them have gone over. All right, they're they're 24 nine and two to 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 the under on the season. And Boston are another team that can't hit. So they're 19, 10, and 5. Like, Boston have decent pitching, but they can't hit the ball. So they're 19, 10, and 5 to the under on the season. If you recall uh, the Houston Astros, if you recall I talked a bit about the Astros last week, about a week and a half ago, and I said, I said if you look at the Astros, they've only played six home games, and they're going home, and they're going to rack up a bunch of wins, and it's exactly what they did. Uh, they're now nine and four at home, fourteen and eight on the road. Houston, Houston are a good baseball team again. People expected uh, Houston to sort of like regress, but they're not. And Houston Astros, you're up five hundred and thirty-one dollars if you bet on every Astros game. I think the Angels have to be considered 
I guess they they are in there. They they are and they 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 aren't in a way. Because honestly, if you look at the Angels on paper, they should be a very good team. Except it's never translated in past years. Uh, injuries have been a problem for them, but you know it's it's going it's proving if the Angels are healthy. I mean, it's the best Angel team in years. Uh, Twenty-four and thirteen, you're up six hundred and sixty-two dollars. You bet on every Angels game so far this year. Seattle, sixteen and nineteen, minus two sixty-one. I have a season win total bet on Seattle at over eighty-four and a half, and I'm not panicked. Uh, Seattle are always a, you know, this Seattle team last year as well in the past couple of years, they're a very streaky team, Seattle. Like this is, so I'm not totally shocked. Um, They just, they've had a lot of bad luck, Seattle. They're not hitting the baseball. They usually win these close games. They're not uh, suddenly. But one thing with Seattle is I know I can hang my hat on. They're a good home team. Right? It's a tough road trip for people. It's very isolated. It's like, they, you know, Seattle do well at home. But, they're, you know, they're scuffling at home even right now. They're 9-7. and seven. They've got to be better. I don't expect them to be that good on the road. But, it, you know, they have been somewhat of a disappointment uh, so far. Well, I should say, listen, we're still early in the season. We are, and we, you know, we're, you know, we're 35 games in. But it's too early. Like, you know, we're, no, nobody's, you know, nobody's panicking. I think Seattle, like I said, they're a streaky team. They're the type of team that can lose two of ten games. You know what I mean? You know, go two and eight on a ten-game run, and then and then go eight and two, and then seven and three. So for Seattle backers, I wouldn't abandon ship on this team. I think they'll break through. Uh, they're they're minus two hundred and sixty-one dollars on the season now. Texas, Texas are fourteen and nineteen. One thing I'm surprised about Texas, I thought they'd be a bigger over team. Texas are 17, 14, and 2 to the under on the season, actually. Uh, Texas Rangers, you're down $230. And Oakland, you're down $263. So when you notice, like when you really isolate this stuff, guys, there's not that many profitable teams. So we talked about it. Like in the American League East, only New York and Tampa uh, are making you money. Um, we just talked about the uh, the American League West. Only Houston and the Angels are in the profit. Seattle are down $261. Texas are down $230. And Oakland, you're down $263. As far as totals are concerned, Houston are a big-time under team. 25-10 to the under on the season. 25-10. Like So that's not just like a trend. That's like a serious pattern. 25-10 to the under. Uh, the American League Central... If you recall, coming into the year, I told you guys I thought the Minnesota Twins were alive to win this division. I thought the White Sox were a little bit overrated. And the White Sox are a lot like the Jays, in which they're, you know, 16 and 17, much higher expectations. They've just had a frustrating season so far, uh, the White Sox. You know, blowing the 8-3 lead the other night was kind of symbolic uh, of the way things are going. Yet, there's a lot of baseball left, and this division is a—it's an easy division. So Minnesota are 20 and 15. They're up 174 bucks. Cleveland, the Guardians. The Guardians have been better than I thought they were going to be. I've got a couple of big plays. I, I, I played it like two or three times in parlays and stuff that the Guardians would not win. What did I get, 76 and a half? Um, yeah, I think they got to win 77 games for me to lose my bet. And they're, they, they've been better than I thought they were going to be so far. But they're 16 and 17. 
and they've gotten great pitching. They haven't had a lot of injuries yet. I think reality will, will like you know, like the White Sox will get better, and I think the Guardians will get worse. But the, I'll give them credit. The Guardians are up eighty-four dollars on the season. So similar situation in, in, in every division. There's only two teams. Like in the American League, there's only two teams that are, are making you money in this division: Minnesota and Cleveland so far. So Minnesota, you're up $174. Cleveland, you're up $84. White Sox, you're down $278. Kansas City Royals are money burners. You're down $666, number of the beast, dollars. And uh, Detroit had been a massive disappointment and failure uh, this year. Everybody liked Detroit to go over the 77 and a half. And it's funny because I sort of started to buy in in theory, but I didn't bet it. I said, you know what? I just... I think they're still a year away. Like people are anointing this team. Like to, they're not. They're not there yet. And they've had a disastrous start to the season. They're twelve and twenty-three. Uh, they've lost a lot of money. You're down nine hundred and five dollars. Uh, they're also a big under team, though. Detroit twenty-four and ten to the under. Everyone else in this division is pretty close. Well, you know, whatever. Like now, there's a distinctive pattern. Like Minnesota are 19, 13, and three to the under. Cleveland are uh, uh, Cleveland are playing to the over at 19 and 14. The White Sox are 18, 13, and two to the under. Kansas City are 16, 15, and one to the over. And Detroit are the one where there's a significant pattern. Uh, they're 24, 10, and one to the under. Looking at the National League, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers came close to uh, saying the Bucks. Uh, but uh, we don't have to worry about the Bucks uh, for uh, for a little while. Man, it's hard to uh, hard to, to repeat as NBA champions, isn't it? So uh, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee right now are twenty two and thirteen on the season, uh, but you're only up one hundred and fifty six bucks on these guys, right? Milwaukee are pretty much big favorites like all the time because of their pitching. St. Louis are uh, is, you're up one hundred eighty eight dollars uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals. You're up to the Pittsburgh Pirates are actually plus $28 on the season somehow. Uh, Chicago Cubs, you're down $289. And the Cincinnati Reds, who are on pace to be one of the worst teams in the history of Major League Baseball, they're on pace to lose 125 games. Uh, they're 9-26 and 26 on the season. They're down $1,405. So in other words, if you just picked on the Reds every day, you're up $1,400. The Reds have been a big over team, though. 21, 12, and 2 to the over. So if you do the math here, let's add it up. If you were just taking the Reds in the over, or betting against the Reds in the over, you'd be 47 and, uh, wow, 47 and 21. So you bet against the Reds and you take the over every game, you're 47 and 21 on the season so far. The Reds are fade material. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. 
Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Right, great job by uh, Matias uh, this evening. He's dealing with a lot of stuff uh, behind the scenes. And uh, like we said earlier at the top of the program, it's just one of those weeks uh, this week. There it was. It started a new week, and it started in the way that the last week uh, went. But I did break a mirror on Friday the 13th. So uh, I, guess, uh, I guess we shouldn't be shocked. Uh, so we're just going over to Market Watch, Major League Baseball. And, man, there's only... Uh, There's only six teams in the American League that are profitable. Minnesota, Cleveland, New York, Tampa, Houston, and Los Angeles. Um, You get into the National League Central here. So Milwaukee are up 156 bucks on the season. They're 16, 14, and 5 to the over. St. Louis. St. Louis are up $188. Uh, Pittsburgh, 28. Uh, Chicago Cubs, minus 289. And we talked about the Cincinnati Reds being putrid. They're down $1,405, even with their recent wins, a couple of wins. They're still on pace to lose 125 uh, games. But they're, they're, they are a big over team, 21-12 and 12 to the over, uh, with two pushes, the Cincinnati Reds. New York Mets. New York Mets, 23, uh, 23 and 13. They're up $498 on the season. I thought it'd be a little bit higher than that, considering as good as they, they've been. They're, they're pretty much, you know, even with totals. They're 17, 16, and 3 to the over. 17 over, 16 under, just three pushes. Philadelphia Phillies, you're down $127. They're an over team, 18, 14, and 3. Uh, Atlanta have been a big over team. Atlanta are 20 and 13 and 2 to the over, but Atlanta are costing you money. Uh, Atlanta, another disappointment this year. Atlanta, they're, they're minus $572 on the season. Uh, the Marlins, who people thought were going to be better, they're minus 440 on the season. They're 18 and 16 uh, to the under. And uh, the Washington Nationals. Washington are a, a profitable team to bet against. If you bet against the Nationals every game this year, you're up $737. Only the New York Metropolitans are making money in the National League East. They're the only profitable team. So that's now we're only at seven teams that uh, are in a profit. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. 
Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.